0: You chase losses don't you and you do that to get back what you've lost and what does it do spirals in this second video in the series i'm going to talk about why you chase losses and why you throw more money at it to get it back to get back what you've lost and also i'm going to try and help you stop doing that so if you don't know me my name is ryan grovers and i'm the founder of betfairtrainingcommunity.com and with my team of pros We aim to make you a better trader. We have a few core values and it's all based around our community. So we are really community focused and we have got cracking software. Um, We've got an amazing forum where we help traders and you can get access to all of this. So if you are new to the channel, please do hit subscribe below so that you get all of these videos. And this is a series, so you'll be first to know about it when they come out. So let me now set the scene. You've just lost on a trade. And how do you feel? You feel terrible. Why did it lose? Why does this keep happening? Then, rah, right in the stomach, right, you get that daunting feeling that you've lost money. And the next stage is always the worst because that trade is finished, you've lost money, and now what happens next? A lot of the time, you know, you go into another trade. What's the next available market? You're looking for it, aren't you? Be honest with yourself. You know, this isn't, I've done this as well. This isn't, I'm not trying to belittle anybody right now. I'm trying to to teach people the emotional responses which happen to trading. And I've been there myself and I've learned to control those urges. You know, and when you're looking for that next available market, you think you've got an angle to get the losses back. And after what feels like no time at all, like it's really gone and you've gone full till and now you're just spiralling and you're out of control. It's a feeling that all traders have. You're not alone on this. Remember, at BTC, we do not belittle anyone. In fact, we were created with one rule and that is that no question is a daft question. So, anybody can ask any question they want, even if it's been repeated a hundred times. We will never, get angry at you for asking any question in fact we welcome questions because it helps us reiterate what we know and if we haven't thought about that for a while you know I've been trading nine years and the pros as well and the other the other guys who are majorly involved loads of years we like knowledge and we like teaching and giving back so it just helps us remember know, so all traders have had it and we know that. We shouldn't be there but we are, we're powerless to resist and we feel like we've got to win that money back and we cannot lose. And All pros in the industry, all of the pros, they understand that it involves money and losses are going to happen and hopefully I'm going to give some practical advice. Right now, you're probably feeling the you've spiralled and then at that moment, you are devastated. The trading gods are against you. Why are they against you? It's so frustrating. You know, the team you've backed, they didn't play well, did they? They didn't even score. Then the next one did the same. Why were there no goals? Or when that horse got boxed in or it didn't make its move in time that you was hoping it did, Then comes the downswings and the losses get chased faster than Harry Kane chasing down a golden boot competition. You know, trading has a huge element of psychological triggers. And working through these triggers, which is what this series is all about, you know, realising them, it will save you a lot of time, hopefully heartache and also money. And that's what this is all about. When I think about chasing losses and how daunting it can be, to avoid this we have to be prepared and think about the world around you in a much deeper way than we first thought so when you first think about external triggers that impact your trading what 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 comes to mind well for me um seeing other traders over many many years is you know stress from work they're stressed about work and they're using trading as an escape do you think that's gonna have an impact on your trading? Of course it is. It's an external trigger that you know you're maybe not in the right headspace. Nothing wrong with that. Financial worries. Are you trading because you want to make more money? Because you're not making enough money, or you want to make more money, or whatever? Are you under the influence of alcohol? No, when you trade drunk, it's gonna have an impact on your mental triggers and your and your trading. Have you got a lack of sleep? Are you tired? Are you not firing that day? These won't cause you to chase losses, but they will have an impact on your thought processes and they might be a driver behind why you want to trade and not want to take that loss because you're thinking about them, not the future. Take that loss, do another trade and move on. if you feel out of sorts before you even sit at the computer to trade, you're setting yourself up for a really tough trading session that will leave you even more frustrated before you even start. And that frustration, when something goes wrong, can really lead to a spiral. So it's about noticing that and understanding those triggers and the triggers that impact you. Everybody is different. So we want to make sure that these triggers aren't going to affect your trading. So if you notice any of these triggers, walk away, do something else to unwind, don't think about trading, just unwind, do something else. So Recently for me, I've, I've always been going to the gym, the gym is a big thing for me, it helps me unwind. Um, sometimes I'll also just get out of this, this space, I'll chuck my headphones in, listen to a podcast about something completely different to trading, um, and go for a walk around the city, get out in, the, in nature, go grab a coffee in a coffee shop with a book, um, and another thing for me that's worked really well is Headspace, the app. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, it Took me a while to get into med- meditation. I didn't really like it. I thought, oh, But it's actually been a massive, um, massive boost for me. And it does help me unwind. So that pretty much covers up, you know, up until this point, how you're gonna be feeling before you're trading, which is vital to understand that and have things in place to stop you doing it. Now, what we need to think about is what is going to happen to you while you're trading that can cause you to chase these losses. One of the things that I often hear about most is that people will back the scoreline or a you what know, So let me start again. One of the things I hear about most that causes you to spiral is you've backed a scoreline or a team, a player that has taken the lead. For example, Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Your trade was going to be... It was going to be a back of Barcelona, but against all the odds, Real Madrid have now taken the lead. You have your back of Barcelona in the market and you are now sat in a loss. So I have heard of countless times when people have been backing the 1-0 scoreline to scalp it because they want to make their loss back. And it's 1-0, that market is gonna drop and they're not gonna stay in it for long. but they never thought they were gonna do that. You know, and then this has led them to not getting out. They've got greedy, they've started scalping that, they've left it for way much longer, and now all of a sudden Real Madrid have got a second goal, it's now 2-0. The dread gets a little bit deeper. You now have two losing trades on one game when you're only supposed to have one. You know, they cannot get out of the one nil trade because the score is now two nil. So now what? Well, my experience has told me that a lot of people then find another market to try and rescue the trade. Now, my question in this situation is always why? Why find another trade on Betfair? If you had a planned for what could have gone wrong when it did, you would have planned to execute that, got out and moved on to the next trade, which is, I did a video on this as well, which is on YouTube about tennis, about why I let both players have a serve before I get in, and I give really good examples about that. So I've got another example, which is the tennis one. Um, Funny enough, um, I was chatting to a trading a tennis trader, and they asked me why I wait for both players to serve. And like I say, I have done a deep video on this. But I will go into this now. And I wait for both players to serve in the first set and the first game before entering because my response to this is always that if both players hold their serve, the price won't really have changed much. I'll still have value and I have some feedback on how those players have started. Then the trader replied with, but what happens if you see your player go 2-0 up and a huge profit is missed? Well, you're firstly thinking about the gain. Don't think about the gain first. What if the other situation happens and you are now two down and you start staring at a loss? I've had a really I'm gonna be in a really stressful 30 minutes then monitoring the trade without a clear head. If my player goes 2-up and I have missed the profit, no worries. It showed that my selection process is correct and there's always another trade. Surely that's better than being sat at a 2-0 loss. I love 2-loss. I'm worrying about it. So how can you stop chasing losses? This is the hardest part. And I've been trying to think about what I can say in this series that can stop you loading up on Betfair. And I'm going to give you what I think works really well and what... Some of my members have used which has helped them work really well and they've implemented it on betfair and i always harp on about data it's going to be a key thing through this series it helps to inform us knowledge is power if you know what triggers you and what effects it has on you and how it does that's the first step in stopping and stopping it affecting you because you're going to move away you're going to become a better trader because you're going to know that. So I'm a big fan of creating notes on your trade. So write down what went right, what went wrong and how did you feel at that point and how did you feel during the trade and did you exercise the plan. Jotting these down just a few notes can massively help when you look back and you cannot lie on them either guys. So you can see it, you cannot hide from that data. So when you look back you can see where you're given into the triggers. So you've now got a path where you can spot what you're doing wrong and stop it. And even if it, you know, this is going to take you some time. You're not going to stop it instantly. But if you can just stop it a little bit the first time, then a little bit more the next time and the next time, that's what we're wanting. So then following on from that, knowledge. Knowledge around trading is key. So know how the markets will move, how they move when they go with you, how they move when they go against you. (laughs) and what triggers cause those movements. So if you're trading a tennis game, for example, and a player is broken and the price has moved, X ticks in set one. If you know and understand this, you can understand the markets and your trades better, and then you can navigate around them and with them better. Does that make sense? So I'm always saying to people, you know, sit and watch the markets. They move, why did they move? Check on the score, why did it move? Oh okay that so then you see it again oh it did the same so you understand it like in the last video this um, stake size stake sizing and this is crucial here if you're going in with a larger stake than you usually do i want you to think about why you know if it's a pre match or a pre race trade where the market is more stable and the event hasn't started yet and the The only risk really is going to be two or three ticks, okay, but make sure you execute on that. So if it does, if you you say, you're out, I'm getting in here and if it goes against me, three ticks of a larger stake, I'm going to take my loss and I'm going to move on and I'm out, make sure you do that. Don't be staking massive stakes in play when you don't normally and that the bank can't handle it. Stick to the percentage of the bank that you usually do and be sensible with it. I have found that converting the bank into points helps people a lot and then they can just work out, you know, I'm gonna use one or two points per trade and then that takes the pound out of the equation. Sometimes that's a big thing because we are humans and we aren't designed to lose money. So when you think about money, we've been told to keep it safe and look after it. So when you think about it as a points bank, you don't think about it as money so much. So if you've done all of those things that we've discussed in the video, and you still can't control it, and if you've started to chase the loss and feel out of controls, stand up, close your position, and walk away from the computer. This will help you gain regain control of the situation. Move away from that screen because it sucked you in. Stay away from it as long as you need to be. I, can't, I don't care if that's 20 minutes or two weeks, you know, or an hour. It's better to do that then get dragged in to trading in out of Mongolia at 3am in the morning with 10 coffees and just uh, in the dark. If you are a member of BTC, one of the things that we do have on there is a post-mortem thread on the forum. So this is available for members and you can basically upload your trades. You can do it anonymously as well. We have a form that you can fill in and then we will post them up. And it's a non-judgmental way. Nobody will judge you on that trade but what we're gonna do is we pick apart and discuss those trades. So did you, did you notice this? Did you notice that? That's what we would have added to that because collectively we are all a lot smarter than we are individually. So if you only take one, po- one thing away from this video, let it be I don't control how the market behaves. I only control how I behave within the market. I cannot be profitable all of the time. But over time, my profitable trades will make up for this. But right now, there will be times where I take losses. I want you to take that away, guys. So like I said, this is a video series. So if the next one isn't out yet, please hit subscribe below. And comments, guys. You know, what have you taken away from this video series so far? I love comments and I really, really want to engage and interact with you guys. So pop them in the comments below. And let's have a discussion about it. Let's get better at trading together.